one Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to class. Obamacare is failing, but in order to get back on the right track with health policy, people need to be informed. Obamacarewatch.org is your resource to understand what's happening with this law and what you can do to stay active, stay informed, and make positive change happen. Obamacarewatch.org. Visit us now. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not... You probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And this morning, the topic at hand will be, pardon me, we have a interruption. Um, the topic will be smart financial planning for retirement. And that's a topic which everyone can benefit from, uh, even those who have achieved a level of stability in their financial planning there are still things you can learn about when reviewing the basic principles of what uh, smart financial planning is. And uh, so we're going to be talking about those basic principles and the things that you can do leading up to putting those plans uh, into action and the advantages of working with a an advisor who has the expertise to help you analyze where you are at any stage. If you're a young professional, if you're a seasoned professional, uh, or if you've entered those uh, retirement years, but you really hadn't uh, achieved what you think is uh, a good balance in your portfolio, working with a skilled financial advisor can make all the difference in the world. We're talking about uh, comfort and uh, stress reduction. Uh, I don't know if I can say stress-free, but we're talking stress reduction in your twilight years. And so to help us shed light on the things that you can be doing early on um, and uh, throughout your career and then later on um, is Mike McCool of CPC Advisors. Welcome to the program, Michael. Ron's good to be here. Well, Michael, um, let's um, let's 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 start um, with some of the basics. You know, CPC Advisors, um, um, which is affiliated with Raymond James, um, uh, is uh, a firm 
which has a uh, a really client focused uh, approach uh, as many uh, uh, many firms uh, attempt to do but you know you have uh, at the core this uh, philosophy that no two clients are alike uh, and that you are going to create a plan that uh, helps a client uh, achieve their personal goals. Let's talk about that. Okay, that's right. You know, for, you know, it, it, we have a, a client first culture. You know, we have three C's. The first one being the client first culture, and you know what that means. You know, to us is no two clients are alike. You know, everybody has unique circumstances, unique goals, and unique aspirations. So before making any recommendations to our clients about what they should be doing, is like we we get to know them really, really well. The other thing is that um, you um, uh, once you evaluate a, a, a client's uh, profile, you know, in terms of how much risk they might be right. uh, w- uh, willing to take or inclined to take, m- you know, you you probably have to rein in some clients who have a. Uh, a risk profile that uh, has them thinking about uh, um, making um, making investments that that you might think are a little bit too risky. When, once you've done that, uh, you, you spend a great deal of time monitoring the plan. That's right. That's right. I think you know once we you know identify what the the client wants to uh, accomplish, we we put a portfolio in place and. You know, the, the way I view that is, one, we have to, um, you know, take enough risk or have enough growth in the portfolio to achieve the client's goals. But at the same time, we can't be, you know, have a, a portfolio that's too risky, too volatile, uh, so the client won't stay with it, won't stick with the plan, and won't stay invested. You know, so when we put a portfolio together, it's for, you know, to, to achieve the goals of, of their plan. And, and do you... Um uh, uh, try to structure a portfolio that that a, a actually has a, a measure of flexibility because, you know, there are things that can happen uh, along the way, uh, major life events, uh, you know, uh, uh, unique crossroads in a person's life, if you will, uh, so that things change sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, they do. That's right. And you and you try and, and uh, plan for these contingencies as best as you can. Uh, However, you know, it's, it's not a, a straight path. Um, you know, you could be planning for retirement, but then, you know, some of the things you need to consider is maybe, um, you know, caring for elderly parents, or maybe there's, there's boomerang children, or there's, there's something else in your life that can, um, you know, maybe, you know, knock you off track a little bit. So, so we prepare, well, and that's part of the continually monitoring, not just the portfolio, but, but where our clients are in their lives. You know, you mentioned, uh, this is something we could get into later, but, but you touched on it now. You mentioned care for parents. Right. And um, I know that uh, a lot of folks in their 50s and 60s um, that are beginning to enter that phase where um, they are becoming the caretakers, the early stages of becoming uh, um, the source of responsibility for the care of parents and of the finances for their parents in some cases, um, that must alter things significantly. And do you encounter that a lot? Yeah, more and more. Um, And 
I, I think that is one of the you know the major concerns people have that as as they plan for retirement is um, you know caring for for elderly parents um, and. Yes, we we are uh, encountering that more and more, and there are resources that that can help you manage that. Um, you know, to get the most Medicare and Medicaid benefits. Um, there are also specialists out there that help. Um, you know, uh, renovate homes to to meet the needs of, of the elderly. You know, make, making everything wheel, wheelchair accessible. You know, everything on the first floor, and there are also people that. Um, you know the, the move managers that that uh, specialize in moving seniors. Um, and, you know, taking stock of everything they own and helping them decide what to keep and and what they uh, what what they don't need. So if they have to move into a uh, facility or a different home, um, you know, uh, they can help them do that. You know, I'm going to go down that path in in a, in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Medicare, Medicaid, long term care. Uh, not only as it relates to, to parents, but what um, uh, baby boomers will say have to begin concerning themselves with about themselves. Um, but I, I was going through what you guys consider to be the the three C's of right. CPC, and and the first one is a is a client first culture, which we talked about right. Uh, right. focusing on the client and analyzing um, what a client's goals are, what their needs are. Uh, and those, of course, are different. You know, you, 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 what your needs are uh, is, are the necessities. You know, the right. realities of uh, what you might need to to uh, to live uh, a lifestyle uh, that's beyond subsistence. And then uh, goals might be um, uh, sky high in terms of saving enough money or having a portfolio that allows you to live uh, not just a comfortable but a really uh, um, right. almost. Uh, Carefree uh, a life of adventure in your in your twilight years, and the second C is credibility. And um, uh, you you have the uh, advantage of working for a, a, what I might consider a small um, high powered boutique. You know, it, yes, it, I agree. it, it really it, you know you've got you're, you're surrounded by some other experts. Tell us a little bit about. Uh, how collectively you you have a, a professional staff that that that's got a range of skills, right? Yeah. So the uh, the credibility is this, is the second C of of our three Cs, and you know what, what that means is I work with six other um, I have six colleagues that have certified financial planner designations. Um, I have the CIMA, CIMA, the Certified Investment Management Analyst. Uh, designation. Uh, the CFP is gets into, <clears throat> it's a course of study where you learn details about, you know, developing a, a financial plan. The CIMA, CIMA, uh, is a designation where you learn about portfolio construction. Um, I also work with, uh, uh, there's chartered financial analysts. Uh, they, people, uh, two people on our firm have that designation, and that is about, you know, a, a deep, uh, study on a security selection so what what actual stocks go into the portfolio what actual bonds go into the portfolio and also um we, you know we have a cpa we don't do taxes uh you know one of my colleagues has a uh, is a cpa but but uh she's a great resource um for clients as well we can always say hey um you know you may have a a tax issue here let's let's consult uh, your accountant uh, so we're um 
So uh, we, we have those designations, and we, we do continuing education to, to maintain those designations. Plus, we're always uh, going to uh, professional development conferences, learning about new rules, regulations, and how they can affect uh, you know our clients and, and, and the planning. And how you can uh, factor those in, uh, you know, advantageously. You know, uh, there may be new restrictions, right. uh, but there might be um, regulations which have been altered in a way that you can take advantage of them right. uh, uh, favorably for the client. Uh, and again, I don't think they're just uh, they're they're not, CIMA, CFP, right. CFA, CPA. You know, they're not just uh, you know uh, MBA. They're not just uh, right. abbreviations uh, for credentials uh, that that look good. They do look good, but it it's actual <coughs> expertise. It's, it, it's, it it's, it's it's you know turning to the <coughs> the the certified financial analysts on your team when you want to look deeper into a uh, a stock. Uh, you know that's a real advantage. You know to have it be a part of a, a, a relatively small uh, right. team, so you're not having to jump on the elevator and go a few floors up or down. And uh, you know they're 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 I assume down the hall, and yep, you right. know and mm-hmm. you can uh, you can talk to them about um, a strategy f- uh, for your client. Right. We're, we're going to be taking a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the third C. I'm not going to give it away. Um, we're here with Michael McCool of CPC Advisors, uh, financial advisors based here in Atlanta. We'll be back to talk to Michael more after this break. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Michael McCool of CPC Advisors, and we've been talking about the basic principles of smart financial management and what it takes to plan for retirement, uh, which we're, we're going to be getting into in, in a very specific way in a moment. But we were also talking about the philosophy of CBC Advisors, um, which is affiliated with uh, Raymond James, and, and there are some advantages to having a partner uh, like uh, Raymond James because, you know, there are support services. Well, that, that's right. So, um, you know, Raymond James probably – as you mentioned, a lot of services for us. We, you know, when it comes to uh, managing a, a client's portfolio, we use Raymond James as our 
as our broker dealer. So we do our trading through them, uh, custody our assets with them, and, and they they print client statement statements for us. They um, they do internal audits for us. So you know we make sure we're we're compliant with all the rules and regulations, and then. You know, there's also we work with Raymond James Bank for our clients. Uh, you know, for lending. You know, they if they need to borrow money. We we can work with them through Raymond James Bank. There's also, um, you know, Raymond James Trust for our clients that have trust and need uh, you know trustee services. You know, the tax filing and everything that that goes along with uh, with managing a trust. And then, you know, they also uh, we provide uh, help us with strategies for certain clients. And you know, one example is. Um, you know, a client may have a, a high, you know, a concentrated stock position or own a lot of one stock with a very low cost basis. So we can implement strategies to diversify, <coughs> excuse me, diversify that holding and also be, be tax efficient along the way. So um, partner, uh, partnering with Raymond James is, is, you know, very beneficial to us because they provide a lot of services. And and that plays uh, into because I know you've been uh, working with Raymond James for a while, mm-hmm. but uh, something you also want to have in a trusted advisor um, is uh, consistency. Right. I mean, which is the third C and the three C's of CPC. Uh, you really uh, you 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 want folks who um, are going to be with you for the long haul. You want some consistency in the the approach that they're taking to helping you execute the the plan, the strategy that you established early on, and uh, you know a, a portfolio and a financial plan is is kind of like a living document. You know that's right. So it, so it has to uh, uh, evolve, and uh, when you monitor it, but you have folks that are consistently taking this approach to um, smart financial management for the long haul, right. uh, that that is going to really make a difference. Um, <coughs> let's, let's talk about um, uh, what you might consider to be the very uh, basics. You know, we've talked about... Uh, uh, Philosophy, the philosophy of CPC advisors. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the basics uh, and uh, you know what you might consider to be the difference between uh, short-term planning and long-term planning. Yeah, well, I think <coughs> I mean I'll talk about long-term planning first because I think that's the the biggest question we get is, is or the biggest you know um, biggest question we get is about retirement. You know. Um, Retirement planning. I think that's the, the number one concern for for all of our clients, or al- almost all of our clients, that regardless of, of their current net worth. It's the the question is, you know, what can I do in retirement? The, the biggest fear is running out of money in retirement. So and and, and uh, Michael, let, let me ask: Are you are you seeing people uh, uh, in their forties and fifties? But not typically in their 30s, and then, of course, you're probably seeing a, a huge uh, spike in baby boomers for the first time that are coming to the realization that they're uh, 60-ish and uh, uh, possibly going to live uh, another 20 or 30 years. Right, right. So they're really now thinking, "Uh-oh, uh, did I? Uh, am I?" 
uh, set up for retirement. Is that's that, right, right. I think that's when it was probably. I, I see most people. It's like late forties, fifties, maybe even sixties. That's when most people start really considering retirement because they can see they can see that far in advance. You know, maybe all the kids are in high schools and they real are, are in high school or, or they're you know soon to be empty nesters. And that's when they start thinking about retirement. And the biggest question they have, or it's really in, in the people we meet at, uh, the, in that stage, clients we have in that stage are like, I, they're not sure where they are. You know, they might feel pretty good about it. They might feel not so good about it. But they want to know, can I retire at this age and do these things? You know, that, you know th- these are on my uh, list. Of, you know, I have a to-do list of things I want to do in retirement. <clears throat> So that that's how most of the, the questions are, and I think it's um, it's because they can see the you know oh retirement is ju- just out there. I, I think somebody in their twenties and thirties, it, it's very hard to project forty years out. You know, if you have someone entering the workforce in um, in their early twenties, you know, and full retirement age right now is is sixty seven, it's very difficult for them to think forty five years out, but. You know, I, I encourage them to, you know, uh, people to at least start thinking about it in their 20s and get time working for them because, you know, the longer you invest, uh, you know, the more you'll have. You know, it brings to mind, um, I, I'm not sure why I thought about this, but, but of course, uh, in the promo for the program, I, I, I had, there was a heading that said uh, you can <coughs> never uh, uh, plan too early. Uh, you know, most people think you can never plan too late, which is probably true if, uh, uh, you know, better late than never. But also at the other end of the spectrum, uh, uh, there are people who um, begin creating what could be considered the nucleus or at least the startup of a portfolio by starting savings accounts for babies Newborns, you, you, you have, have you had people ask you about? Can I start a, uh, a an account, a savings account for for a newborn? Yes, you, you can, and usually it's it's grandparents or, or and sometimes the parents that will start a well, you know, a savings account. I, I think of as that being at the bank, and then you know you can open a brokerage account for a minor as well. Um, so you you know parents, grandparents, and whoever can uh, can contribute to that and. Um, one thing about the, the you know the, the those those types of accounts is like when the minor becomes uh, you know is eighteen you know they get everything uh, th- that's in there so I think a lot of a lot of people may look at different types of trust so that okay you know an eighteen year old or a twenty one year old uh, that account could be worth tens of thousands hundreds of thousands and you know some instances maybe millions by the time they're um, you know, reach the age of majority, so they will put it in a another type of trust, so that okay, maybe they don't get it all at once; they can get it over time. So. And, and I'm sure that um, a lot of uh, grandparents and aunts and uncles think of it as a uh, an education fund or right. something <clears throat> like that. Uh, education has become so expensive uh, that you can never start too early with a uh, savings plan. Um, and I can't uh, remember, um, uh, and I don't have uh, children, so I don't know. Do you have to have an Social Security number to establish a savings account? I don't think you do, do you? I, um, you know, 
That, that's a great question. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I, I know for uh, brokerage accounts. Okay, yes. yes, that's, yes. I was yeah. thinking that, I, too. You know, as far for, as banks, I, I don't know. Okay, we'll have to uh, look but, into that. But, the, you know, a quick comment. You know, you mentioned as, as you know, retirement planning is, uh, like, the number one question we get that, you know, people want to uh, solve for that is the, the second one is, in addition to that, a, a close second is um, education funding, you know, and uh, – Either, you know, parents and grandparents want to be able to, you know, if their child, you know, gets into the, the most prestigious college in, in the land, they want to be able to uh, to afford that. So while planning for retirement, they want in conjunction with that, they, they do want to plan for, um, um, you, know, ed, you know, funding their children's and grandchildren's or, or children that they care for, you know, care about, um, you know, fund their education as well. Yeah, I'm certain it comes up uh, when it gets around to estate planning. Uh, you've got uh, the next generation, um, but even the generation after that, which right, would be the grandchildren, right, right. Um, you have uh, all those considerations, um, which uh, we could talk about later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, you we, we could have a show dedicated to long-term planning. In right. some sense, uh, we're going to be doing that as we focus on retirement but are there uh, are actually considerations uh that fall in the category of of short-term planning like people will have what they consider to be some specific needs over the next uh one to five years and that would be considered short-term right that that, so the short-term planning is you know if if someone came to say i'm going to buy a house next year i have the cash now and they come to me how should i invest it it would be like well maybe we you know we would look at something very conservative, maybe a CD or, or you know, very high quality, very short term bonds, something like that. Because, you know, if you're planning to buy a house in 2019, it's like I have the cash for the down payment now. Invest, you know, stocks are very. The stock market is very hard to predict. You know, day to day, even even month to month, or 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 year to year. You know, the returns are predictable. Become more predictable over, you know, five, ten, and fifteen year periods. But, you know, if somebody wants to buy, you know, has cash for a down payment and they're going to buy a house this year, it's like, boy, we need to do something very conservative. And then as you get into, um, you know, five five to ten year range, maybe you can be a little bit more um, uh, or not as conservative, but still conservative for the five to ten year range. And then, you know, like when you really start getting into a, uh, a diversified polio uh, diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds, you know, that's, I think, 10 years plus is when you start looking at that. You used the word quality, and that Mm -hmm. was going to be one of my questions. Uh, Do you um, uh, put into that category uh, what you might consider to be um, uh, lower risk, dependable, safe uh, investments? Right, yeah, Yeah. the the quality, right, and that's, and the term I just used it, I, I think, you know, high quality Short, uh, short-term investments would be like, you know, CDs at a bank, which uh, are FDIC-insured, um, and things like that, and then or, or U.S. Treasury notes or U.S. Treasury, you know, bills, very, very shorter-term uh, bonds, or, you know, AAA-rated, AA-rated corporate bonds, but, but short duration as well, or shorter-term as well. Um, we're going to be taking a break. Uh, when we come back, I, I, w- I want to revisit some general consideration for uh, – for gift giving to kids and grandkids, and uh, and and tips that you might offer to the family okay. uh, when they have that discussion, um, we're here with 
Mike McCool of CPC Advisors. We're going to be talking about the basic principles and beyond uh, to smart strategies for retirement. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with uh, Mike McCool in just a bit. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here with Michael McCool of CPC Advisors. And, um, you know, for, for any regular listeners out there, you, you know that I like to try to have uh, a couple of financial management programs uh, during the year just because it's so important and you know it's important to to teenagers you know 20 somethings 30 somethings to be thinking ahead if only they're inspired to to put money into savings uh and then when you start getting into your 30s 40s and 50s you're you're certainly beginning to think about uh your future uh, and retirement. So the program today is uh, focused uh, on things, considerations for retirement, uh, because uh, more and more people are are reaching their 80s, their 90s, and the fastest growing population segment in the United mm-hmm. States are people over 100. Uh, so that people who were thinking, oh, I might live to the average age of an American uh, male of 75, uh, they're discovering, no, by the time I'm 75, that will be in the 80s. So there's at least another 10 years, and then there's a possibility that you could make it into your 90s and even to 100. And if you're into longevity, then you're going to want to do the kinds of things that have your uh, portfolio uh, support you uh, 
uh, during right. that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's so right. we're talking about something that's important to a lot of people, and uh, you know, it's 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 like a health regimen, so to speak. Uh, a lot of people don't like to think about having to go to the doctor, um, but in this case, we're also talking about how it can. Uh, be done almost painlessly. We'll, we'll get into that in a, in a moment, the kinds of habits you can develop. Um, I want to go back uh, to um, doing the kinds of things um, for uh, gift-giving. Uh, okay. what, what, when it comes to gift-giving for kids or for grandkids, uh, and in some cases, again, because of that longevity, we're talking about great-great-grandkids, um, what do you advise your clients uh, about when they're going to be talking to the family or what kind of conversations they, they would have uh, even before talking with you? Right. What kinds of considerations are there within the family? Well, the, the first thing we, you know, one of the first things we ask our clients is like, do you have a will, uh, you know, durable powers of attorney and advanced medical directive? So it's the first thing is to um, make sure that you know the the estate documents are in place, um, and uh, so th- I think that that's the most most important thing. And then the second is to make sure that the you know assets are th- that you you know your assets are titled properly, so that everything in the will that that you want to see carried out can be carried out. So those those are the the first two. Uh, First two things that we ensure, you know, when, when it comes to uh, you know estate planning, and and then what 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 might a um, uh, a couple be discussing? And it might, might be that they're not gather, gathering the family. That might be a uh, something that I'm imagining. Uh, they might be coming directly to you to ask you uh, about uh, wanting to take care of. Uh, um, their their children um, again, which cross over mm-hmm. into estate planning, or wanting to uh, take care of their grandchildren, and in, in some cases there might even be uh, children with special needs. Right, that, right. That that, ha- that you have to factor that in, and that's got to be p- part of a long term plan. It is. It is part of long term, and this is where we bring in you know other, you know, bring in the attorneys, you know, the specialists uh, in this estate planning attorneys that. Uh, Know, know these areas very well, you know, like special needs trust or, you know, maybe, you know, sometimes there's, you know, blended families, you know, my kids, your kids, you know, our kids, you know, making sure that uh, they're all treated uh, equitably or, or equitably in, in, in our clients' eyes as well. So, um, and you know, getting back to, you know, our, our credibility, you know, all, all our designations and staying current with, you know, the rules and regulations allows us to have you know, higher level conversation with our clients, attorneys, uh, with with our accounts, and so we can really understand what is going inside or, or what is going on with these documents. So we can have those conversations with the uh, you know the the estate planning attorneys and the accountants. You know, um, you know we talked about uh, a portfolio being sort of a, a, a the plan itself being uh, rather not just the portfolio, the the larger strategy and plan. Being a, a, a living uh, document of sorts, right. uh, with uh, factoring in changes, you know, there, there things change. Uh, uh, you know, babies are born. Uh, 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 people live longer. Uh, 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 
a son or daughter uh, might be getting married, and, and that's uh, an expense uh, right. that you um, would actually plan for. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a, someone passes away. Uh, you know, how how do you um, plan for uh, an ever changing uh, series of life events? Yeah, it, it's. Um you know, I think it, it starts off, you know, big picture, and then you could say, yes, you know, like you think about, yes, I know my children will get married at some point. We're not sure when, but maybe we can, you know, it's some, uh, you know, planning for that, uh, you know, big picture sort of way or like putting money away from that. You may not know exactly when you need it, but then there comes a point. It's like, hey, maybe, you know, we make an adjustment or, or dip into this pool of money over here to, to pay for that expense or, or, or some other expense. And then there might be, you know, there's other things like, well, I, I buy a car every eight to ten years. We take a big vacation every other year. And and this goes back to just really getting to know your clients, asking questions, prompting them, and, and getting them thinking about, okay, what what do you envision your, your life like or what do you think will happen over, you know, the next ten years, twenty years, and, and, and on into retirement. So I think what we try to there, – there's a couple things what we want to do is – get the most complete and accurate picture of your current situation and then you think uh, then you ask questions about okay this will happen these events most likely will happen over the course of my life but you're right you know life life can get really complicated and you always try um, you know some things you really can't account for but if you have a, a plan in place then you may have to deviate it from a little while or adjust the plan and then you know to and then uh, still achieve all your other goals and, and those those life events uh, and the costs associated with them can range anywhere from you know uh, one or two thousand dollars a few thousand dollars tens right. of thousands of dollars two hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars and in some cases millions but more typically uh, let's just say uh, you have a family that's always thought uh, they wanted to have one child, uh, and all of a sudden there's a second child. Right. And that first child for which you made some provisions, uh, maybe you did establish that education fund early right. on, and that's a good thing. Right. Because if you do have some hopes that your child will get into a, a, a good school or that they have all the uh, options uh, of – you know, a uh, a quality uh, Stanford, Duke, Harvard. You know, you pick your favorite region, University of Chicago, uh, Purdue. I think that covers most of the United States. Yep. Uh, we're talking uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially uh, right. in, mm-hmm. in the aggregate. You know, four years these days. At the, uh, it seems that sixty three thousand dollars keeps cropping up as a number. It'll be uh, sixty five and sixty seven uh, uh, any day, uh, but uh, times four years. Right. Uh, and 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 if your child is not getting uh, a full ride or substantial substantial scholarship money. That's a, that's a huge chunk of money. So all right. of a sudden, if you go from one child to two children, you're talking another um, quarter of a million dollars. Right. You know, I mean, something uh, or more. Right. And um, and that would be a, a situation where uh, I'm going to use another example. Uh, uh, you, you know, someone is used to taking a, a pretty big vacation uh, once right. a year. Uh, they might find out because of that 
now uh, impending second child or um, I say right. impending that that second <laughs> child, <right. laughs> the, the child on the way. That uh, you're going to have to cut that back down to every other year, every, as you, right, you, you right. mentioned. Uh, so I mean, things just you're going to be advising them on um, kind of a, I, I guess what you might call a, uh, a spending uh, uh, portfolio that, that's or, right. or habits. You're right. It, it's like if, if, if something like that happens, it's like well. You know, if you want your, you know, your, uh, be able to send your, your, both of your children to any college in the land, then you may have to make adjustments elsewhere. And, and that's why it gets back, you know, the point you made earlier. It's, uh, it's not just, okay, you meet once, get a plan and, and set it and then, you know, don't have to worry about it ever again. It's like, you know, no, we review it annually. More if necessary, and uh, make sure that we're we're still still on track. There's nothing that's really you know nothing. No events in your life have changed to, to alter the plan, or maybe you know the investments are, are going better than planned, or maybe not as good as planned. So you know, uh, keeping on top of it and making you know little adjustments along the way, rather than have to make one huge change like way down the road. And, and, you know, we're not even talking about uh, m- major expenses that come up suddenly like uh, illness right. or, or accidents. We're, you know, we're talking about education because it's an example of something that's got a big dollar uh, ticket um, attached to it. You and I probably both know people who are, they want everything, every option available to their child. And right. if their child wants to go to Harvard, um, you're 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 going to try to do the kinds of things that helps that child go to Harvard right. or Duke or Stanford mm-hmm. or wherever. Mm-hmm. Could be Texas Tech. Could be uh, uh, someplace which uh, is going to be tens of thousands of dollars per year. And it, it, you and I probably know people who are thinking, oh, yeah, and my kid's going to get a scholarship of some sort. <laughs> yeah. And they don't. And they get accepted right. to a, a really good school. And all of a sudden, they're um, it, it's, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a, you know it, it's very real at that moment. Like okay, how can we get our son or daughter uh, you know pay for the you know the for our son or daughter's education at this you know prestigious university? Um, you know, I think um, you know, that that is a, a really good <laughs> a good question. Yeah, like, well, it's a good scenario. Yeah. And ho- it's, yeah, it's a good scenario. I mean, have a, yeah, and hopefully, it's, you know, the idea is like okay. You can probably get a, a, a pretty good idea of what type of school, you know, um, son or daughter will get in, you know, like you know through middle school and early high school, and yeah, which would yeah. Uh, yeah, which would lead us to believe that that maybe you should be trying to evaluate that sophomore or junior year in co- in high school, uh, thinking you know I mean that's when the search begins, but also right. you might be thinking in terms of the costs associated with that search. You right, know, right. which a lot of parents do. You know, they're 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 like public, private. You know, uh, big school, small school, uh, yeah. what whatever. Uh, and 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 sometimes big schools are less expensive than small schools, right. and, and vice versa. But uh, um, what about illness, uh, uh, Michael? Uh, mm-hmm. It it, it it's got to come up all the time. Severe illnesses that right. and, and you hear about uh, uh, lives being altered um, with. Uh, Certain illnesses that, right. that 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 have a cost of hundreds of thousands of dollars. How do you help? Uh, what do you advise uh, to uh, 
uh, someone who has to be thinking about uh, uh, health care. Right. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? We're, I'm, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought okay. because we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to start off with that question. Then I want to get into RRAs uh, and be on track with some of our retirement considerations. We're here with Michael McCool. We've been talking about financial uh, planning and some of the considerations that go into a plan. Uh, we'll be back with Michael McCool right after this break. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Happy Oregon homeownership is the result of a good working relationship between the home buyer and their realtor. Make buying your Oregon home a fun and rewarding experience. Get our free guide to Happy Oregon homeownership. Act now. Limited availability. Free at realoregonhomes.com. That's realoregonhomes.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Michael McCool of CPC Advisors, and we've been talking about financial planning, um, particularly as it relates to retirement. And there are a lot of considerations, particularly when it comes to uh, events that emerge uh, in one's life. And before the break, we, we were talking about uh, things like uh, uh, a second child that wasn't planned and the educational costs associated with that child and how that could be hundreds of thousands of dollars that you had not really uh, uh, planned for, but you have to now consider. Or uh, something like health uh, and health care associated with a, a, an illness uh, so that right before we uh, took the break, I, 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 I said we'd come back and, and talk about, uh, you know, we talk about the volatility of the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, some sense, of that volatility means, you know, a sudden change in the market. Uh, health is almost uh, part of that right. volatility, that, that something that could uh, come up suddenly. How do you help uh, someone uh, who... Uh, says, um, I, I, I want to make sure that if uh, either one or both of us uh, becomes ill, that we're, we're equipped to deal with it and that it doesn't uh, destroy my uh, portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so one of the first, uh, in addition to getting the estate documents, making sure that, that those are in order, is, you know, evaluating your, your health care. You know, do you have insurance? And what will it cover? Um, you know, what, what, would, what will be your out-of-pocket expenses? And so reviewing that and letting, um, you know, and, and 
letting the clients know is like, hey, in, in, a, in a catastrophic situation, you, you could be out of pocket of X amount of dollars. And then we begin evaluating, is this, you know, the right, the right coverage for you or preparing for, hey, in, in this environment or, or under your um, current care, we have to plan for these out-of-pocket expenses. And do you have that conversation, Michael, even with a 30 or 40-something, or are you um, waiting until the person's approaching the 50s and 60s before you say, now, something uh, a catastrophic illness-wise, uh, of course, you could have an accident, but illness-wise, the, the likelihood is greater. Um, but are you you bringing that up very early in planning? Ab- absolutely, because that even though the risks are, are small, like, the, you know, a 20-something or 30-something getting a, sil- a serious illness, you know, as opposed to somebody in their 50s or 60s, if, if they get an illness, a major illness, it, it can be catastrophic. So it's, it's a huge risk, uh, you know, um, if you're underinsured, at, you know, at, at any point in your life. You want to be able to make sure you can uh, – have the coverage to and there's expenses. a serious illness with high dollar cost and mm-hmm. the person is younger and the portfolio is smaller it's going to take a bigger hit right we'll and uh, a little bit later on right. uh, if you've been preparing for it uh, the same exact illness uh, with similar costs um, but possibly a different duration right but nevertheless um, it could be more devastating when you're younger than actually when you're older it could be right or um, let's talk about uh, IRAs. Uh, okay. you know, something I wanted to uh, talk about because it's 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 a focus for a, a lot of plans. Um, how, do, how does uh, someone uh, begin to uh, evaluate the array of, of retirement accounts? And um, you know, are they still a good investment? A quote unquote. In good yep. investment, yep. Uh, how much you can contribute, and how do you choose those investments? Right. So, so the the three most popular investment ve- vehicles for retirement are the IRA, Roth IRA, and and four hundred one k. So, in in a IRA that's an individual retirement account, um, person under fifty can contribute six thousand uh, dollars a year into this account, or six thousand dollars in, in twenty nineteen. That's the contribution limit. And you can reduce your current taxable income by that amount. So you contribute six thousand dollars, and for twenty nineteen, taxable income re- re- is decreased by that amount. The you invest it, and it grows tax deferred. So you can uh, you know uh, you can uh, generate capital gains, interest, and dividends all along the way until retirement, and uh, you don't pay taxes on it. You do pay taxes when you take a distribution in retirement. That, that's when it becomes taxable. So a simple way to think about the IRA is, hey, I reduce my taxes now, pay taxes during distributions. So, so in in your opinion, they they definitely have a place in in, in every. Uh, right. Do, do you have situations where you uh, recommend uh, IRA, Roth uh, IRA, and four hundred one k? Right. It, it, the the rules get tricky on okay if if you have a four hundred one k or participate in a four hundred one k at work, can you contribute to a an IRA or Roth IRA? Um, let me so let me touch briefly on on the Roth IRAs. Contrast that to the uh, you know the traditional IRA. With a Roth IRA, you put money in after taxes, so you pay tax in, uh, taxes now. Contribute to the the Roth IRA, it grows tax exempt, and uh, 
distributions are tax exempt as well. So Roth IRA, and, and there are income limits on contributing to a Roth IRA. So for most younger people, I you know if they're they're in lower income tax bracket, I usually recommend pay the taxes now, contribute, and then you could have 30, 40 years of growth in that portfolio and take everything out. Uh, all distributions would be income tax free. You're exempt. Uh, and uh, if, you're, if you're employed and your employer offers a 401k, then uh, you can defer up to $19,000 of your salary if you're under 50, up to $24,000, excuse me, another $6,000, up to $25,000 total. Um, and that would reduce your taxable income by that amount. And, it, and after that, work, you know, the, it works a lot like an IRA. It grows tax deferred and distributions, uh, you pay taxes on it then. But the benefit of the 401K is a lot of times an employer will have a match. So if you put some money in, the employer will put money in as well. Um, what about uh, taking the money out when you uh, need it or when you just want to take it out? What yeah. are the restrictions on uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the there are out? restrictions. So, so you know, the the uh, tax there there are uh, by contributing, you know, you get uh, tax breaks or you know, that, that's the that's the carrot um, for IRA, for all of these um, a tax um, a penalty free withdrawal is you have to wait till you're fifty nine and a half. So. So for an IRA, you wait till 59 and a half, then you take a, a distribution, you pay regular income taxes. If you take a distribution before age 59 and a half, then you would pay a 10% penalty plus income taxes on that. There are certain exemptions for, you know, first-time home buyers funding some education costs and, and other other exemptions, you know, for, for taking distributions, but um, you can look at that. You know, all, all, every... Much of what we've been talking about falls in the category of uh, um, investing uh, either, and people think oftentimes of investing as being the stock market, but, uh, you know, an IRA is an investment in your future. Uh, Saving money is an investment in your future. And those are all associated with uh, cultivating habits. Uh, And, and, you know, we talked about this uh, the last time you were on the program, that uh, a good uh, financial advisor is is much like a – uh, psychologist in that he's trying to help you shape some personal behavior um, like setting aside right. money mm-hmm. uh, for the, the future uh, uh, and that and I alluded to the fact that you know it, it could be made relatively painless uh, have you found that in many cases once you can get your clients into the habit even though at first they might feel like they have a little less disposable income but that after a while it becomes uh, routine and they don't miss it. it that's right. It, it, they, you know, the first, you know, they start working and I contribute to a 401k, maybe that first paycheck I'll notice it. But after that, you know, the, the 401k contribution is, comes out of uh, each paycheck automatically. So I, I, I really don't miss it as much and, uh, or, or miss it at all eventually. And I think that that is a, a really great strategy. So you get a little bit of money taken out of every paycheck and you invest it in your 401k, and uh, you know that strategy is known as, as dollar cost averaging. And if you stick through that, you know when the market's up, when the market's down, um, you know you think about it this way: if the market's going up, you're glad you're invested in it. Oh, I'm, I'm putting money in, and then when the market takes a dip, and you still invest it, uh, and, you, and you still uh, contribute, just think of oh, my money is buying more shares now. 
So, so when they go back up, I'll have more shares working for me. You know, this is something also that I uh, we couldn't get to the first time you're on the program. Uh, it's a little bit about uh, you. I want to turn uh, to the fact that uh, uh, you went to uh, a good school and you were an athlete uh, in school. Um, tell us where you went to school I, I and, went to, and what sport you participated in. I went to Columbia University and I, I was on the swim team there four years and uh, I, I loved it. <laughs> what, 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 um, you know, I, in some sense, because it's such a good school, I'm sure you feel like you you you, you, you had quality uh, quality education, um, and also it was a little bit different because you came from the south and went up north, and you were probably one of the first wave because now it's commonplace <laughs> yeah. for lots of. Uh, we probably have mutual friends with kids who <clears throat> went to Columbia and NYU and Harvard and Princeton, and even some kids starting to go out west. Yep. But you were you were kind of a pioneer of sorts. Um, but the swimming part. Right. I, I, what 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 was the takeaway from uh, being a college athlete? How does that apply to you as a professional? Yeah. Well, for, you know, I, I I love the whole experience. You know, I, I grew up in Alabama, grew up in Huntsville, Alabama. Went to school in New York City. So I, I that 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 in itself was a was a good experience. But yeah, I, I really love the competition. I lo- I love going to the meets and and wanting to do well, and that motivated me to uh, train harder. You know. Um, it was so, uh, and, and the way I, <clears throat> I liked it. So anyway, how I apply that today is, you know, I'm in a, a profession that I love, and it motivates me to do well for my clients. And then, and then secondly, I, I enjoyed being on the team, being surrounded by like-minded people. And uh, again, that, that I think that applies to to work, um, because our office is is like that. I'm surrounded by a uh, you know a good group of people, and again, we, we motivate each other 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 to do well. And uh, last, it, it's like you know you had to have your priorities straight. You know the the season we started training in October. The season went through March, and we would have um, ten practices a week. So you really had to uh, manage manage your time wisely. So uh, anyway, so so that comes there just just. You know, prioritize what you need to get done. Discipline alone, uh, stemming from uh, the practices associated with being a competitive athlete, I think uh, uh, you get a lot of mileage out of uh, just the discipline. Add the uh, competitive nature, and you've got uh, someone uh, uh, that's inclined to being a good performer. Um, we've reached that point, Michael. Well, thank you for uh, taking well, the for time to ha- be on the Business Hour. You've been listening to the Business Hour here on America's Web Radio. We're on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll see you next week on the Internet and on the radio. Have a great weekend. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, 
but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, 